hit me. Hi, and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast. It's a podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me is Justin Davis. Justin, man, as usual, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, Nick, I'm good because I've been playing VR all day, because uh, or all night, because uh, my daughter is with her grandparents tonight, and that's always that's always fun when I get some time to completely immerse myself. So I've been doing that today before we started this podcast. Nice. What what better way to kind of get into the spirit of talking about VR than playing VR? That's kind of it's kind of the ideal, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about what you've been playing for the last month. I see okay. I see a decent amount of games on the list. Yeah. Uh so uh 2076 Midway Multiverse. This is by the same dev that made 1976 like return to midway or back to midway. Um, it's a similar game, but this one's in the future and it's more of a side scroller. And um, there's sometimes it changes perspective, like behind the ship. And it's pretty cool. It, there are these immersion zone, zones, just like in um, 1976. And see, also, this dev also made Operation Warcade, where they had these like immersion zones. And it's that sort of thing. It's, you know, sort of like an arcadey feel. It's pretty cool. Then um, Tethered, that was on sale for like five bucks. It was originally a PSVR game exclusive and uh, came to Steam. And uh, it's one of these God games, like sort of like black, like black and white, where there are these, you know, little characters and you have to tell them where to go and what to build and you're fighting off enemies. But like you're telling them, you know, you're directing them to go fight or directing them to go build. It's like a real-time strategy game. That's not really my genre, but since it was only five bucks, I wanted to try it. But it, it looks pretty good. It seems like that'd be a fun game for somebody that's into that genre. Then um, there's this uh, VK 3D Vision thing that came out this month. It's um, So if you go to 3dsurroundgaming.com, you can download these drivers. Um, they're, and they're for Vulcan games, games that use Vulcan um graphics so like that's games like doom eternal doom 2016 quake 2 rtx wolfenstein 2 the new colossus wolfenstein youngblood and then detroit become become human and the surge 2 are all these vulcan games that you can now play in 3d vr um you're gonna you would play them on an actual a mon like a, a, a vr screen so it's not totally immersive vr it's 3d on a screen, but it's free. This this uh this VK 3D Vision. You just go to that website, 3dsurroundgaming.com, and you can download it. And if you already have those games, now you can play them in 3D VR, and you can make the screen as big as you want. So you can like make it like you can make it wrap up around you if you want, and make it really immersive. And the performance was good. I tried like all of the. I tried Doom Eternal, Doom Quake Quake 2 RTX, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. And, but some of them had some graphical quirks, like Quake 2 RTX. That was like, there was some weird stuff going on, probably because of the RTX ray tracing stuff. Um, but, you know, if you're if you're willing to, like, tinker a little bit with some with an INI file and stuff like that, I would recommend trying those out. I tried Synth Riders, finally. It was on sale, and I've heard good things about it. Like, I think, Nick, you said it's really good, right? 
I liked it. Of all the kind of rhythm games that are available, I mm-hmm. liked Synth Riders the best. Yeah. Yeah, and I always doubted it until I tried it, and I was like, damn, I actually like this, and I even bought five songs. Wow. So I, I spent 10 extra bucks. Yeah, what's what's your stance on rhythm games? I know we did a whole episode. Uh, are yeah. you, you like, do you like them a lot? Do you not really like them? Are you in the middle? I don't. When Beat Saber first came out, I liked it a lot, but now I don't play it anymore, ever. And I liked Ragnarok, but like I played it a little bit and never again. I, I get bored of it. Uh, I'm sure I'll probably get bored of Synth Riders, but I like the music in Synth Riders more than Beat Saber's music. I like that 80s synthwave stuff that they have in there. Um, and I like Ragnarok because it has metal. But um, it was fun. I, I don't know. I had a good time. And they Oh, and they added this spot. This like I think it's called Spiral Mode or something where you, instead of everything coming at you just in straight one straight lane, you have to spin. And it's coming at you from all these different angles and stuff. And you can make it more intense so that it's coming around. At, this stuff's coming at you all 360 degrees. And I tried that out. That was crazy. Have you tried that mode yet? No, I haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it would appeal to me because of the whole like chord issue yeah. and getting and getting tangled. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm with you on the rhythm games. I'm I'm like the same with you. Like I, I've played all the ones you mentioned, and you know they they never stick with me like the way people really love them. Uh, but uh, again, out of all of them, Synth Riders has been my favorite, and that's that's still installed on my computer. Will I ever load it up and play it again? I, I don't know, but if I had to play a rhythm game, that would be the one I played. I always had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was done well in the way it gets kind of like your body moving rather than like just slicing things like a, a sword in, in Beat Saber. This is this is definitely will get you get you moving to a way that I don't know if I go as far as to call it dancing, although mm-hmm. I've seen people play this game and they can really dance to it. Uh but you can kind of get lost in it in a, in a good way and engage your whole body in it. So I, I, I like it the best. And I like the way like a, a guitar riff, you could hold a note and then like kind of like raise your arm as the guitar riff is, you know, going up and it just, it like feels good. Yeah, yeah. it does those, feel those, good. Like those rail lines or whatever. Yeah. Called. And that's the difference between like synth writers and Beat Saber and Beat Saber gets like so much credit and so much, you know, like uh, everyone knows Beat Saber. Beat Saber, you're just slashing. You know, you're slash. Mm-hmm. You're making these sharp movements. Yeah. Um, this game will have you do stuff with your body and, and, and arms, like you said. Like you really feel it in a way that I never did with Beat Saber, which is more kind of this this frantic, like a, a, almost attacking the song rather than like kind of getting in the flow of it and, and feeling it. And it has leaderboards like the other, like like Beat Saber, and I don't know if Ragnarok does, but. Yeah, Ragnarok has leaderboards, but it has a leaderboard, and I found you. I found I looked through all the songs looking for your and Goran's scores, so I made it my mission to beat you guys. So you guys have work to do. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, no, that's fun. And I remember um, when I stopped playing it. This is maybe a year and a half ago. The last time mm-hmm. I really picked it up, but they do have a nice multiplayer mode. Um, it's pretty straightforward they might have gotten it better then but i remember they can have like i think maybe up to eight people in a lobby oh really so i don't know that game is good i might i might have to pop back in just to see what's new and different in it but uh yeah for anybody listening to this we did a nice uh show on rhythm games so i'd recommend going and checking that out if you're interested in rhythm games but um my favorite is is synth riders i've not loaded ragnarok back up even though it was it was kind of fun for 
a while, but then I just kind of move on, and uh, there's so many other games I'd rather be playing. Yeah. Yeah, so then uh, I I got The Persistence. That was a PSVR exclusive. I also got it on PSVR. I played it, I don't know, like once or twice and never again. It came out on PC, and I was like, well, let me try it again. Maybe it's better on PC. And it might look better on PC. It's using, I think it's using DLSS, and it's using RTX. It's using ray tracing. But um, the big issue with this one is your controls are locked to one to one perspective like it's it's hard kind of hard to explain like like you need to sit in a chair and if you're moving in the game you need to keep your head still because if you look to the right um like 90 degrees to the right you know you you have to still press then you have to press to the right on your your analog stick to move that direction like the forward direction is always locked to one direction in this game I don't know why. Yeah, sounds sounds terrible. Yeah, it was on sale <laughs> yeah. for ten bucks. I should re- I should refund it just because of that. Um, so yeah, it, that's that's a fatal flaw there. Um, it's a horror. It's a horror game, which I like, and it's really tense. But it doesn't that doesn't save it. Then Espire One that was on sale for like eight ninety nine, and I tried that when it first came out and didn't like it, and I didn't really like it this time either. It's a stealth game where you're you're going around, you know, killing guys stealthily, but like they end up, they always end up seeing you. Somebody ends up seeing you and they hunt you down, and they have really, they really, really poor AI, and it's just, it's, it's not, it's just not a very good game. And the persistence and Espire One are both mixed on Steam, so you can see why. And then I played After the Fall. Of course, we're going to talk about that. And I played uh, Web VR. Like that's a James Webb Space Telescope VR experience that's free on Steam. It came out in 2018, but uh, since that that telescope's launching December 22nd, I wanted to play it again just to remind myself. And I think that's that's worth doing. It's free, and if you're interested in you know in space or anything like that, I recommend that. Nice. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I, I know when I talked to you earlier, you had not been. You said you had not been playing a lot of VR. You were doing a lot of your meme stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't feel like I did a lot of VR this past month. Um, it's I'd say it's a healthy amount. It's a still, lot of this. It's still yeah, solid. A lot of this stuff was just like one short session, so I didn't play most of these for for very long. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. So. Per usual, I, I I play less games than you, um, but I I I I did play a lot of VR mm-hmm. in this last month, um, for sure. This was a heavy VR month, and I think a lot of it had to do with getting the Behaptics suit, which we'll review that, and uh, also after the fall uh, later on after we get through the news, but. Uh, some of the games I played were after the fall. I played GTFO because it's got a mod uh, for VR, and uh, I was thinking like maybe I'll review that now, but I'm gonna save it for maybe um, maybe our next podcast. So the thing with GTFO is, uh, first of all, spoiler alert: I like the game a lot. Like I'm really happy I picked it up. I was kind of dancing around getting it or not getting it, and what motivated me to get it was because it had behap be haptic support and um some of the guys in in our discord got the game so i was like okay i'll, I'll jump into it 
Um, it's a four-player co-op stealth game. It's a 2D game, but it, it's somebody modded it, and it worked really well in VR, uh, really well. I mean, you got to play around with some of the settings to, to get it to run well, um, but it's all doable. And, uh, you know, I'm playing on a 2080. I had to lower the resolution and get rid of some of this, this, and this, but it, it looked it so looked good and ran good. Um, the caveat with that is they just released version 1.0, and it came out of early access. And in doing so, the mod no longer works. This is just a few days ago that this happened. So there's the Discord channel for the um, you know the the 2D to, to VR gaming mods, and they were talking about this. And, and the modder who who does the mod for this game basically said it's the kind of thing that's not going to be fixed in a day, but it won't take a month either. So I think every time that they, I, I got the sense in that channel that every time they come out with a new rundown. And I'm kind of getting into the weeds here, but a, a rundown is basically like they update the game. A rundown is like, I don't know, they release something like, like let's just say hypothetically, like six levels to the game. Like sometimes it's like six to ten or, or something like that. There, there's various levels in each rundown. And once a rundown's over, like we're in rundown six right now. So run the levels that were in rundown five, you can't play them anymore. They're gone, um, which is kind of cool. It's kind of like... You see a lot of it when they come out with a new rundown. You see a lot of activity, and you can find matches easier. And then, like when I was playing the game a couple of weeks ago, and I'm lucky I, I played it when I did, uh, so I got to experience it. Um, it. We were getting to the end of rundown five, so there weren't a lot of people on playing it because they've already played through it. Um, kind of a kind of an interesting game. If if you've ever played Payday Two, it's made by at least part of the team that made Payday Two, is my understanding. Um, so that will give you some idea of how the game operates. Again, very stealth, very like doing things slowly and, and procedurally. Um, but the B haptic support in that game was fantastic and I can't wait for them to mod it so I can, I can start playing the game. It's on sale now. Maybe is it still on sale? It was on sale when they released it. It might yeah. be on sale for another day or two or something. I think it's on sale until December 17th. Awesome. December 17th. And I, I bought it for yeah twenty nine ninety nine uh, yesterday. All right, well, I'll be good, and I'll get this podcast up tomorrow, which we're recording on the 14th, so hopefully I get up in time. So if you're listening to it and you're intrigued by that and you like this idea of a VR game that's, you know, it's a solid 2D game that's been modded for VR. It's a four-player co-op. It's it's built around stealth. Um, it's hardcore. That's the thing. Like, you got to understand, you really need to be playing with um, ideally a group of friends or you can find people in Discord I went into random matches with people and I got lucky because the people were pretty good in the random matches and they kind of carried me through and I learned the game that way. It's a hard game to learn. There's like no tutorial. It doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't pretend to like hold your hand. It's, it's hardcore. But if, if that's appealing to you, then uh, I highly recommend picking it up while it's on sale. Cause it's a uh, 29 99 and that's a, uh, that's a great price man for this game. Um, all right, so I also played Larsenauts. I hopped back into that game, and, and that game's come along nicely. I mean, there was that really rough start when they launched the game. They they released it earlier than they said they would release it, and it had a, so many problems off the bat. Now the game is just in a really good state. There's some things that they can work on, but it should not stop anybody from buying it if you like the idea of a hero shooter. So I, I say this carefully. Think Overwatch, but... You know, don't expect it to be Overwatch, but it's that kind of game, right? Where there's there's they've added a payload mode into it, uh, where you push the payload. You'll that'd be reminiscent of of Overwatch. You know, you've got your classes of characters, and each character has their own ability. 
Um, I was favorable in my review of, of that game when we reviewed it several months ago, uh, but it's in a great spot now. I will just caution everybody that it's 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 tough. There's a lot of times when I hop in the game, I'm seeing the same people over and over and over again playing it, and they're really good. So just understand, you know, sometimes you'll be on a team that's demolishing, and sometimes you'll get demolished. But um, stick with it. It's 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 a fun game, and I'm happy to see the development of it continuing. It's crossplay with with Quest, so most of the people who are playing are on Quest, and it has Behaptic support, and the Behaptic support is really good in that game. I played a little bit of Hyperdash. Uh, we reviewed that the other month, and I was hot on it. Um, I, uh, funnily and oddly enough, uh, my my focus was Larsenots and GTFO in the past month. Uh, those are the games that captured most of my attention, and after the fall, because uh, that's the new release. Played a little Pavlov. Um, played some Cookout with friends, because that's now on Steam. Played a little bit of Walkabout Mini Golf. Man, that game is is just so so good. Have you gotten it yet, Justin? Yeah, I all? have it. I have it on uh, Oculus and Steam. I just don't play it much. Okay, they uh, they keep on adding courses to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've been played it for like six months, so I hop back in, and you know the free courses that they they included in the game. You know the the update this year, they're both mm-hmm. great, and then they're just popping out DLC, and it's just everything is just quality. Like the DLC courses are like two ninety nine, which is an absolute no brainer if you got the game. So. Hmm. Walkabout Mini Golf is is definitely like a must have VR game in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and also we've got uh, it's it's too late. Uh, I'll do a plug. It's too late to sign up. It's already off to the races. But uh, in our Discord there is a pretty damn big Walkabout Mini Golf league going on. So great way to meet other people in VR. Ton of pinball people because of the crossover of the work I do in pinball. We've got. <laughs> We've got uh, um, some actual pinball designers. Uh, Keith Elwin's actually in the league, I saw, which is awesome. He's the greatest pinball player ever and wow. uh, perhaps maybe the greatest pinball designer ever. Wow. Um, and then a lot of content creators there. So this is meaningless if you know nothing about pinball, but if you do, there you go. Um, to get into that Discord, there should be a link on the VR Gaming Podcast Twitter. So just click that link. And if you have a problem and you can't get in or something, just uh, shoot me an email at... Uh, VRGamingPodcast at gmail.com and I'll, I'll make sure you get in. But um, just a plug for that Discord. It's a great community. There's other games that people are organizing there. If you want to play uh, if you want to play After the Fall of Justin and I, join that. You know, If you want to play GTFO, we're always looking for people for that. Join there. You, if you want a group to play games with, that's a nice place to go. And then um, I played this game Iron Rebellion because I, it was this mech game that's built for the ground up for VR. They have a public alpha demo that you can download I, I downloaded it i didn't like the game at all um the movement just felt really bad i uh, i think I, I can't remember if i was using a joystick or a game controller but it just was almost like motion sick inducing the way the bobbing was going on uh, maybe it's just so early and it will get good but um i didn't like it I do want a good mech game, and I do see that there is a mod for Mech Warrior Five, so so maybe one day I'll I'll try that mod out. I tried the demo of Iron Rebellion a little while back, and I liked it, but there wasn't much there. It was just one little arena, and like it yeah. was just killing waves of enemies. Yeah, yeah. There was that other mech game a couple of years ago, Fox Machina. Yeah, and that struck me as a better mech game for yeah. what's there. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, the demo's there, so check out Iron Rebellion if if that piques anybody's interest. And then 
I'm still working my way through Resident Evil stuff, and I brought my quest home. You mean four? I'm sorry, four. I do mean four. Yeah. At that, I uh, I'm, I'm still working my way through Resident Evil Four. I, I kind of, I don't play it much. Um, when I was visiting my family at home, I took the quest home and just to get my VR fix. So I was working my way through it then. So getting close to the end. I'm still thinking about getting a quest two for that. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm gonna. Tr- I'm trying to save you some money. I'd say get a B haptics fest instead. Okay. Um, especially though, here's the thing. Like, especially with the mods that they're making for Resident Evil Seven and and mm-hmm, Eight yeah. and Two and Three, like you'll get your fix that way. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're a huge Resident Evil fan, I don't. I don't know. Or if you're just not, looking for an excuse huge. to spend money, I don't want to stop you. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All right. All right. Let's go to news. What do we got, Justin? So speaking of Resident Evil 4, that won the VR Game of the Year at the Game Awards in December recently. Um, The other nominees were Hitman 3, which is a PSVR exclusive, but that used the gamepad. Didn't you, you know, with with a PS4 gamepad, you can can have uh, some weak uh, motion control from it because the camera... The PSVR camera can still see the gamepad, but um, I don't know. I wasn't interested in it, so I didn't try it, even though I have PSVR. Uh, then Lone Echo 2 was nominated. I mean, I don't know why. I don't think that game is very good, but I guess because it's such a big production. I Expect You to Die 2 was nominated, and Sniper Elite VR, which I didn't like, we talked about on this show, um, was nominated. And who puts on the game awards? Jeff Keeley? Uh, as far like Jeff Keeley yeah. is a he's he's this personality and he's he kind of was involved in Half Life. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he he like did the interview on that. So I mean like this is uh God the the Game Awards. This is not like an exclusively like VR thing. This is like no. they're focused on 2D gaming and they and they're like yeah. you know they're they're sort of obligated right because it's the Game mm-hmm. Awards. So you got to have a VR component. But <laughs> I, I I can see, I can see why like. Things like Lone Echo 2 get thrown in there and, um, you know, like sort of the quote sniper, unquote, bigger sniper, names Yeah, Sniper Elite has a name that's more recognizable to, exactly. yeah, to flat gamers, yeah. Yeah. And Hitman, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. This is what you're going to get from this kind of, um, I don't know, pop culture gaming uh, yeah. award show for the most Previously, part. Previously, they've given the award to Tetris Effect. You guys, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, come on. Touch um, a game that was made in like 1989 that's still being made today. Good for it, but it's Tetris, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's Tetris. Know. Yeah. So for me, my game of the year. Well, I don't know. And it depends. Would you would you include a flat game that has a VR mod? Is that even eligible, or would it only be? You know. Um, well, you can do whatever you want. You can put right. that caveat. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you do that? You could you could do both. That way you can't go wrong, okay. right? Do do one that if you want to give it to the one that has a mod, that's cool. But what would be also your one that you know yeah. is a, a built yeah. ground up one? All right, so this one doesn't actually count because Outer Wilds came out in 2019 and its VR mod came out in 2020, so it doesn't really. But I played it in 2021, but that would be my game of the year just as far as games that I played. But then, okay, so, all right, so you're pushing it. It didn't even come out this year, there. and it, so, <laughs> it's yeah. not a ground up. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. all right, all right. It doesn't uh, really count. Just because Justin played yeah. it in, in this year doesn't make yeah. it the game of the year. It's got to come. Yeah. All and right. then Subnautica Below Zero came out in 2019, but the VR mod came out in 2021. 
So I don't know if that counts. But if it counts, I would say Subnautica Below Zero is my game of the year. But if that doesn't count, my other nominees would be Cosmo Dread, Eye of the Temple, Song in the Smoke, uh, After the Fall, Mist, Walkabout, Mini Golf. I It came out on to Steam in 2021, but it might have been originally 2020, like for Oculus, I'm not sure. Then I expect you to die too. Of those, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna like it, Nick. But of those, my favorite that I had the most fun in is Cosmo Dread. That's my VR game of the year. All right, it's, it's kind of shocking. All right, nice. I, it, I, was a, I it was a, it was a weak year. It was yeah. a weak year. Yeah, it shouldn't have been weak when you think like, oh, Lone Echo Two came out, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Or after the fall, which they've been making for for years, but yeah. you're you're right. It is is pretty weak. Um, Maybe COVID affected it. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot about Walkabout. I mean, tech, like Walkabout came out on Steam this year, so I, in some ways you can count it. You can again put an asterisk. Um, yeah, my uh, God, I, I'd say that my game of the year in this week year is after the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we're going to review. So I'll go over all the reasons there um, for that. I think the honorable mentions would be Larsonauts. I th- you know, Larsonauts is in a, like I said earlier in this podcast, it's, it's in a good place now. It wasn't in a good place for a while, but what's there now is really good. Um, it's still some things that could be worked on, but I think it's a, a good contender for game of the year and deserves more, um, those would be mentioned um and i still haven't played it yeah if you never played a hero shoot it's the first person shooter that's a hero shooter and if that's Mm -hmm. like totally foreign to you maybe you like it maybe you won't i don't know Mm. if you like hero shooters then yeah i think you would i don't think i've ever played one yeah yeah it's just about like every character is unique you Mm -hmm. know you have unique abilities i think which and Mm -hmm. and working as a team which is cool uh hyper dash i i'd put up there as well hyper dash is like um an, an arcadey first-person shooter, like you pop in, play a little while, and you're and you're feeling pretty good. But after the fall, after the fall gets it in this in this week year, and then Walkabout would be a really strong contender if you want to count it as as this year. Walkabout is just again, it's a no-brainer. Get the game. So yeah, I, I've been thinking, could I get my dad if I bought him a Quest Two? Could I get him to play Walkabout? I don't know. Because we used to play mini golf together when I was a kid. We used to play that a lot. So I don't know, maybe. That would be, that's like the best, that's a really good gateway game to play with people. Mm-hmm. Like everyone understands mini golf, right? Yeah. You know, like, and it just is done so well in it. Um, it's a lot of fun. Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe that would be, if you're going to get your dad into anything, I, I think that'd be it. If you want to look for a game to play with them. Yeah. I don't know if he, he could handle the, the comfort of the quest too. Yeah, yeah, you had to um, <clears throat> to mod the heck out of it, right? Like even yeah. with, I, you know, I got a mod and I haven't I haven't wrote this down into the show notes. I forgot all about it. I got a mod. I forgot how much like twenty or thirty bucks I paid for it, and it makes it a little bit better, but it's still nothing like the index. That's Which the crazy one? thing, but it makes it tolerable. Which ones you get? Um. Continue with the news, and I'll let you know. i got to look it up. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, some announcements as far as upcoming games. Uh, Hitman 3 is coming to PC VR with motion controls. 
And I'm not sure from the announcement, it might be coming as soon as January, or it might just be January that they're going to give more information. But it's probably going to be early 2022. So that's cool. Uh, then Among Us VR was announced this month. That that's going to come, I think, to all platforms. Steam, Quest, uh, PSVR. Uh, I never played Among Us, the original, the flat game, but it was really popular for a little while. I don't know about now. Um, Cities VR is coming out in spring 2022. That's going to be a Quest exclusive. I don't. I think they said they might be bringing it to other platforms. That's by the City Skylines developers. And I, I, I have that game in my Steam library, but I've never tried it, City Skylines. So then I'm excited about this. Moss Book 2 will be coming spring 2022. And they've only said it's coming to PSVR. I hope it's not a PSVR exclusive. I mean, I hope they bring it to Steam. Or it could just be timed like Moss was the original. Moss is probably my favorite VR platformer. Um, my next favorite would be Astrobot, which is a PSVR exclusive also. Then um, an upcoming game coming December 16th is against that's coming on steam i don't know if it's coming to any other platforms but um i did the demo for against and that was actually surprisingly surprisingly fun it's sort of like pistol whip and beat saber but there's more mechanics involved like sometimes you're doing melee sometimes you're shooting sometimes you're running up on the side of walls and like it's it's just very it's way more varied than pistol whip and beat saber and you have you know enemies coming at you some are punching you some are shooting at you then sometimes you have these big boss characters um and they've up they upgraded the graphics since the demo that i played all the videos that I'm, that I'm watching of it now it looks way better so i'm i'm definitely getting that when that comes out um and that's all i have as far as upcoming releases that interest me um there are probably some more but i uh i haven't been really following those yeah, I don't have anything that I'm super excited about. Although Hitman Three, like I'm like, okay, I've got my eye on it. it, it the Hitman series, those type of kind of stealth games, they're they're stealth kind of puzzle solving first person games, right? Like how do you tackle, uh, you know, a, a mission and, mm -hmm. and kind of open ended. That's not something that ever appealed to me as a flat gamer, mm -hmm. but this is the kind of thing where it's like VR puts a whole different spin on it, and now yeah. I'm like interested in. In that, I think this the, that concept is way more interesting to me in VR. So I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope this is a full fledged game with that they they do it justice. I am uh, always skeptical because we've just been disappointed left and right with uh, companies putting out games and just kind of failing to grasp where we are at VR in 2021, nearly 2022. And sometimes they're still doing things that would have been questionable in 2017 but mm -hmm. man this 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 could be good i um you know nothing else really pops out in that list that you have but i do want to play the game into the radius oh, some yeah. uh we had some a, a listener recommend that to us and you know kind of said in discord when are you guys gonna gonna get to it and I had been waiting for them to come out with their their version 2.0 of it which dropped mm -hmm. in november so i will I will play that game, and I'm just kind of waiting for the right time when I'm looking to to jump into something new because it seems like there's a there's a lot to bite off in that. Um, 
and I'd rather not do it when I'm juggling like a ton of games. So I, I want to get around to that. I want to I want to give a review now that the now that it's out. So that's that's on my list. And then you were asking what headstrap I got. So this was this was challenging. <clears throat> excuse me with um, running headstraps for the quest because there's no shortage of them and they all sort of look the same and you just mm-hmm. don't know what's junk and what's not and. You know, you see all these reviews and everybody likes, and then you see other reviews. People are painful. So the one I got, I don't. I'm going to spell this name. <laughs> I think hmm. somebody recommended it in Discord. It has over 700 ratings on Amazon. It was 25.99, so it seemed like a reasonable price to try it out. Um, it's. I'm going to try to pronounce it. I O V R I G O. It's I O V R O I G O. I O V R I G O. Uh, uh, adjustable halo strap. Um, mm-hmm. It's an improvement over the jock strap. There's no doubt. I can mm-hmm. I can stay in VR longer. It's still not that great. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I got it. It's an improvement uh, for sure. It's an improvement. But man, I, I'm it just shows how good the uh, the index is. Mm-hmm. Did you go to try it? Um, not yet. She's not okay. been like I can't get her to play VR anymore. She's okay. like I don't know. Yeah, my wife gave up a long time ago. She, I don't know. I mean, I was trying to play mini golf with her the other day and cook out with some friends, and it's just she likes she likes R better. She said she likes reality. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue. I just yeah. uh, I'm like all right, all right. I just want to include you. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. It's not bad for twenty five ninety nine. I mean, I'm glad I got it. If somebody has a better recommendation out there that you absolutely swear by feel free to write us and let us know you can you know hit us up at vrgamingpodcast at gmail.com a lot of people have been talking about this bobo vr like m2 head uh head strap lately that has a battery on the back that you can hot swap the batteries out like while you're playing um i don't know but i've heard conflicting reviews so <laughs> i don't know you know what's funny i've never wanted to keep the quest on so long that i've even like get into a battery issue <laughs> yeah and I don't even like even with the index work comfortable. I don't really spend hours on end in VR. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I take breaks and I come back to it, so that's where it, it, it can be helpful. But um, all right, that's a good recommendation. I'm glad you put that out there because I'm not looking at it from the perspective of a battery, but I I know for people who want to play longer, even if you play for an hour and you you come back and want to swap it out, like you know you're still you're you're still risking it, right? The 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 thing running out of battery when you're, especially if you're playing like a multiplayer game with people. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. So let's move on. If that's it for the news, let's move on to the reviews. I'll start with the B haptics. So I was feeling like treating myself to uh uh like a present because I have not spent really any money on PC hardware or VR hardware at all this year. I didn't feel too bad pulling the trigger. We've got a couple guys in our Discord who have the Behaptic suit, and they were saying it's cool, and they would always be talking about, oh, does this game have support? Does that game have support? And um, I don't know. I just I, I had money burning a hole in my pocket, and nor- I would normally never get something like this, but I figured, oh, I could send it back if I don't like it. Because uh, they they allow you to do that, so I pulled the trigger, and it took uh, it took maybe about a month to get it. I was looking at their site now. Like if you order now, I think you would get it early January. Um, I think it's coming from South Korea. But once it shipped, like they said, like the it would ship on November seventeenth. Like I got it like three days later uh, through DHL. So it, 
it came it came quickly once it did ship and it shipped when they said it would, which is nice. And also, I think um, part of the push to get it was this: the, the one I got was the Tax Suit X40. The 40 means that there's there's 40 haptics in it, 20 in front, 20 in back. There's an X16 version, and that has you know 16 haptics, and it's it's cheaper. I think it's 2.99 for that one. Um, but I, I was like, yeah, it's 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 4.99, which is think about it, that's more than a quest. It's half the price of an index, so you start trying to factor where this play plays into everything. But it's like I spent enough time in VR. I want the full. VR immersion experience as much as I can, like as much as I can to kind of push the limit. So I'll I'll grab it, I'll try it. And also with supply shortages and inflation and things going up, this thing's only gonna become more expensive if if I wait. So there you go. Maybe that's a sales pitch to anybody who's on the fence uh to trying this out. And I and I watched a number of reviews and I think the general consensus on the the YouTube reviews that I saw were people like, Yeah, yeah, it's cool, um, but it's it's a lot of money. And, you know, you can kind of live without it or, or that. And and that's kind of how they left it, right? So that was the impression I had going in. That's It's a lot of money. It's probably not – I almost like got the impression I might be a little disappointed by it or I might think it's going to be better than it is. Um, but when I put it on <laughs> and I the haptics kicked in after I got shot, I was like, wow, this is cool. And I just had the, like that that thought registered in my mind. I was like aware of that thought, and I'm like, I always need to have haptics now in VR games. Like, period. Like, wow. if you take that away from me, it's like something's broken and I something's missing. Damn. It's it just seems. I mean, we have haptics in our. Imagine if you lost haptics in controllers, right? Mm-hmm. You would think something's wrong, right? Like, it's, it's not working. It should have haptics, and that's the same kind of feeling. Like once you put this vest on. Like we were playing after the fall, and after the fall doesn't have support for it, and I'm having fun in after the fall. But I know if I had that suit on, it'd be it would just add that extra level of immersion to it. Yeah. What if you could feel a zombie swiping at you or something? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And and it's able to do that kind of stuff with the 40 sensors. It's able to you know it really depends on who's programming it. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Um, there are, I, I would say, a, a good number of games supported for this. If you go to their website and you click on experiences and you click on VR, you'll see a lot of, um, you'll see a lot of, especially Steam games that are supported. So some games are supported because the game naturally supports it. So the developers have incorporated support, and some games like Population One that the devs haven't, which is crazy to me that they haven't. What the hell, devs? Come on. So somebody's made a mod for it which you could download. In some case, you got to use a mod. Um, but there is a, a good, healthy list of games. Um, most, of course, are uh, first-person shooter. And as you said, like you know, if, like if you're playing a sword game, I guess allegedly, you know, like uh, you get swiped by a sword, you'll feel that swipe across your body, and that is cool. Like that, that kind of feeling is cool. That feedback, knowing I'm getting shot in the back, right? That's an advantage in a game. Like that kind of. A quicker response and, and feedback in it. Um, this also works with the quest, but I think when I was doing my research, there's only like, only maybe like 16 games that the quest supports, and like versus like 48 plus games that the PC supports. So my recommendation is that you know if you're intrigued by this, you're looking at this, just go and look at the list of games that they support, and if 
there's games on that list that you're playing a lot of, then I, I can easily recommend this, the haptic suit to you. If there's games on the list, then I don't get it, right? Like you, you got to have games to play for and games that support it. And if you're spending a lot of time in VR and you, and you, know, you have the kind of money to get this thing, I, I think it's totally worth it. You know, people who have an index who can spend a thousand dollars on a headset, I don't think it's crazy to spend $500 on a, on a haptic suit. And the suit itself by their specs is a little under four pounds. Um, it's kind of like somebody was describing it kind of like how you put on a, like a life preserver. Obviously it's not puffed out like that, but the way you, you tighten the straps, um, it just, when I took it out of the box, it just feels like really good quality. Like it's every, all the materials, the zipper, um, everything on it, the straps feels legitimately good quality stuff. Like I felt good about the money I spent on this. I had to download. It came with like a do, uh, uh, like a dongle because it's connected via Bluetooth. Had to go to their website and download um, some software. The software was painless, easy to set up, easy to install. After I did that, I turned down the thing and uh, it paired nicely. And then I just looked at the list of games. I made sure when I'm playing like Larsenauts to check, you know, the, the settings that I'm using uh, B-Haptics. I had to do that with, with some other games. And sometimes it's just on by default. But it was really easy to use and get set up. Um, the other thing with the game is when you get this, like, it takes a long, long, long time to charge. Like, you're talking like, you know, do it, do it before you go to bed and then wake up in the morning and it should be ready. But the battery lasts forever. I think on their website it says like 18 plus hours. I've played a lot of VR in the last few weeks with this, and I'm still like at like probably like 90% or 89% or something like that. I've not had to charge it again since playing it. It just has a massive amount of battery life in it, which is really cool. Um, I figured you'd just leave it charging when you're done. Uh, I mean, I don't need to, you know, like I don't need it connected to you know getting the uh, getting the cable out connecting to my computer like worrying about that like oh it has to connect to your computer well you i it comes with a cable mm-hmm. it's a USB C cable okay. so i just put it into the you know us I, I i use my computer to charge it that's probably why it's so slow if you if you did it to an outlet it would be probably be faster probably yeah okay um but i didn't want to mess around with it you know i mm-hmm. wanted it to kind of charge at a rate that I imagine that that's, you know, you, you would connect a computer to charge. So, um, and, and other people said it's taken, it takes a long time to charge. I don't know if they're using something else. Obviously that speed up, but yeah, that thing lasts forever, man. I mean, like I've, I've used it for a couple of weeks now. I've spent hours in that thing and it's still like above 85% charge. So, okay. you know, and then, you know, if it gets down to like 40%, probably in, in a month, uh, I'll just put it on the charger, go to bed and wake up and then, you know, the next day I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what else I can say about it. Um, it, it. There are other accessories. Like there's like one for your head. So you can, you know, feel like you got headshots. They have ones that you put on your hands and your wrist and your feet. I don't feel the need to get that at all. Their marketing on their site is kind of like, you know, the ones for the hands would be if um, you're playing like a boxing game, right? Which makes sense. Uh, the ones on your wrist would give like your feedback when you shoot a gun, which 
sounds cool, but I feel like that would affect your performance in the game, uh, you know, and, and your aim. Mm-hmm. So you got to take that kind of uh, into consideration. I think this this suits more than enough um, for me, for me for sure. Uh, Larsenots out of the games I played, I, I felt was particularly good. Hyper Dash was cool, but there was a lot of feedback, and like you're really like using boosts in Hyper Dash, so you actually feel like the rock on your back boosting you. It's just it's just cool. Um, I haven't tried the mod with with Population One because I've been just been playing these other games. GTFO was great. Uh, GTFO I felt like when I was getting swiped by the monsters in that game. Um, the kind of anybody who's played GTFO like when you launch into a mission and you're kind of like in these 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 I don't know what you want to call these pods. Like the whole suit is just vibrating because it's moving you like it's moving you in this pod. And that just felt so cool. Like you have 40 haptic sensors vibrating your body. Man, you, you, that's immersion. That's really cool. And I haven't play, played it with Alex yet, but people were saying that like when you, when you uh, like, you know, you stick your hand in that thing to get your health back up. Like you're, it's almost like a, massage vibration and like yeah I, I, I could totally see how how that is like when my health was low in the game the thing was like pulsing like a heartbeat it's it's the kind of thing where i'm really glad i got it yes it's 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 500 bucks but again if you're got a thousand dollar headset and you're really into vr i mean if, if you're listening to this podcast you're probably really into it and you have a pc Go check the list of games. I don't think you'd be disappointed. And if you are, you can send it back. You know, it's not like it, it, it's a haptic like in a controller haptic, right? It, it feels like that. You you can in you can turn up the intensity from what the standard is. I was happy with it at 100. percent I even I have not even tried it boosted because I haven't felt the need. You know, I don't need that thing to punch me. You know, and leave a well. It's not going to come close to that, right? It's just it, something that shakes. It but goes it, higher than 100. percent Yeah, apparently. Uh, I guess uh, Gorin and Carl in our Discord they boost up to like 300, but I ha- I didn't for once think that it it, it needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was I was happy with with the feedback it was providing. So there you go. I don't really have a I don't really have a downside. I mean, you just got to decide if the price is worth it to you. It was totally worth it to me. I'm really happy with that. I I look at this kind of like these third party things. You know, like this. I almost saw this in in, a, in the realm of those, um, whether like the the cat VR or whatever, like the um, treadmills, the treadmill stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not this theme. This seems like this is like a necessary accessory for VR. Like it's something mm-hmm. that is just will become like a natural thing, and maybe the price will come down over time. I'm sure as it you know they they produce more of it and the market gets bigger, they can lower costs because there's um more demand that you can buy in bulk but um again i'm happy with the quality it's it's really good so shout out to uh be haptics they got a really good product when you're shot is it always in a different do you feel a different location 100 percent. so that's okay. that's what so i got the tax suit x40 there's there's 40 haptics 20 in front 20 in back if i get shot in the lower back i'm gonna feel you know lower back right side i'm gonna feel it there i'm gonna feel wherever i got shot hmm Maybe the you know maybe the uh, if I wanted to go crazy maybe the head you know the the one for the head for headshots but I I don't I don't need that usually if you get a headshot you're dead anyway so what's the does point it, does it change based on the type of weapon that shoots you um that would really be game dependent 
you know, the tools are there for the dev or the modder to decide, you know, the intensity, like the size. I imagine, you know, if you get shot with a shotgun, mm-hmm. I can't think through a specific game, but, you know, if you get shot with a shotgun, that's going to feel differently than getting shot with a laser or a pistol. Like, yeah, that's that's all doable, right? Because you've mm-hmm. got so many points of control in those in those 40 haptics that you can really you really play around with them. Okay. Were you getting hot? And do you think in the summer you wouldn't want to use it? Um, I was not getting hot whatsoever. My room tends okay. to be cooler because it's the winter time in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. But you know, I yeah, I mean, I'm 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 sure if you put a nearly four pound vest on and your room's hot and you're potentially getting sweaty anyways, then yeah, you're probably gonna get sweaty, right? So it's just. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't get sweaty at all in, in a room that's probably like sixty eight degrees, sixty seven degrees. I wasn't playing like synth riders or anything. I was just playing first person shooters. But I I wasn't sweaty in that at all. Yeah, I wonder if you play synth riders, what what it would do. Yeah, probably pulses to the music. Maybe okay. I, I don't know. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fun. But then again, it, I I wouldn't want I, a game like synth riders. I wouldn't want to be weighted down by anything. Yeah, and what's you know that 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 these are good questions because I was when I was thinking about like when I was playing GTFO, so my character in that GTFO GTFO has like a vest on, it has a helmet. Like mm-hmm. when I had all that stuff on, I felt even more immersed, right? Because I've got this, yeah. this this tactical jacket on, it's put some weight on me. You know, I've got a VR helmet on. Like I felt legit. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm thinking about it. You can always it. send it back. Yeah. You can always send it back. I don't know if you play enough games, though. You know, you're not a huge first-person shooter guy. So Yeah. Is it mostly multiplayer games? Um, I think so. I th- I'm looking at the list now. There's a good amount on there. It's probably a good excuse to go play Half-Life Alex again. People said it's really good in there. But I'm seeing a lot of uh, I'm seeing a lot of first-person shooter games, or multiplayer games. Yeah, multi, a lot of them. Okay. I don't. Th- I mean, I, somehow I expect you to die has and expect you to die too has it, which I find funny. They don't. I wonder if like Doom One and Two has support for this, like old like or Doom Three. It says Quest Z Doom. Quest Z Doom. Uh, yeah, Z Doom. Qu- Quest Doom. Quest Three Doom for Quest has support. Maybe, so maybe it's have... only the Quest versions of Doom. Yeah, those hmm. those have support. Okay. I think the I think if you have a Quest though, I don't think it, it's probably not worth getting. It, it's it's going to be really put in question if it's worth getting it. Depends on how much you play the games that that support it. Okay. But that's not that's not your case. So, but does it's it cool take, for GTFO. Does, I'll tell does you. it have compound? Does it have compound? Um, I don't. I don't think I saw it on there. Okay. Should tell the dev to put it in there. He's always. Yeah. Uh, he's always updating the game. Yeah. It doesn't. It's, it, I can't imagine it's that heavy of a lift, and people seem to really appreciate it when it gets in there. Hmm. Okay. Um, I was surprised at how many games are supporting it, and I think as more games support it, more people get it, it's going to become more of a standard thing. Hmm. So really, really happy that GTFO has it though. Like that's so awesome. Like yeah, that is. is that's that's 
It's fun. That's that's my favorite game to play with that. And then Larsenauts. I've been spending a lot of time playing Larsenauts because that's good. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, speaking of a game next that we that that really needs be haptic support. Uh, our, our our one game that we're reviewing, which is a big game. This is a, a big deal. After the fall, they've been making this game was at least announced in 2019, if not earlier. Do you remember the how far back that goes? Uh. I, yeah, it could have been 2018. I'm not sure. It's been yeah. in development for over two years, I think. Yeah. So this is by Vertigo Games, which, if that's familiar, that's because they made the Arizona Sunshine game, which is one of the OG VR games. It's uh, a lot of people have that game because it was one of the kind of the first-person shooters and kind of one of the full first full game that was built ground up for VR, which probably seems ancient if we went back and played it today, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the first, the, the first time I got VR, uh, it's one of the first games I bought and I, I played through all that. It came out just a few days ago on December 9th of this year. It's thirty nine ninety nine. So this is one of the more expensive games in VR. There's maybe only a couple games that are actually more money than this game, which is Half-Life Alex and uh, Medal of Honor. It's currently sitting at uh, 82% on Steam. I'm surprised by that. And it's uh, four out of five on Quest. Um, I wonder if it's still on sale. I'm going there now to see if it's on. Oh, sale. there was yeah. like a launch price. Yeah, it's, it's still thirty five ninety nine. Oh, it's it ends December twenty second. So you oh, get 30, yeah, thirty five ninety nine. Well, I hope this helps you. And it's also on PSVR. So this game is is this is this is good. This is a good news. This game's on PC VR, Quest, and PSVR. That means this is a multiplayer game. Uh, that means there's going to be people to play with. It's cross-play. Uh, oh, it is? I don't. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Oh, okay. Uh, you were probably probably ninety percent of the people you were playing with were on Quest. Oh, I was thinking PSVR. I wonder if PSVR people can probably not. I've seen them. No, I've seen them in there. Oh, so, okay. like when you're in a lobby, at least in a lobby, when you're loading up, it will show what what they're playing on. Yeah, you can see it in the social. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead? Tell, tell us what, what is this game about? All right, so this is a co-op shooter where up to four people can do, uh, you know, you do repeated runs of these levels, you know, fighting zombies um, with your guns, and you're you're trying to earn harvest, which is kind of like a, a form of currency. And you kill a zombie, and then you run over to it where it, it's corpses, and this little, uh, this little, I don't know. This little thing will fly towards you, and that's basically the harvest. And uh, so you scavenge supplies, and it's the setting I think is L.A. Um, so the levels that you start out Skid Row, then Chinatown, and then do you know what the next levels are called? I do not. The one's like a tower. Yeah, there's a tower. That's a, that's or, like the or, last one. Or, yeah, yeah, they're. They're kind of nondescript. Yeah. So, yeah, it's supposed to be like we're, we're like this frozen wasteland from this alternative reality in like the 1980s in L.A., yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's five levels. I don't think I've done all five levels, but you have. I have. Yes. Yeah. So I've beaten it on the veteran difficulty, which is kind of like the quote unquote normal difficulty, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I didn't get to because I was having some issues with the progression. Um so what am I missing from the objective? There's there, When you first start the game, there's a little bit of story in the beginning, sort of, with this guy that's talking to you. 
But then after that, you're put into a lobby. And then, you know, from there, it's just a straight-up multiplayer game. I don't even know if you can play, like, by yourself with just AI. Maybe you can. I don't think you'd want to. Yeah, because it would suck. It would suck. Yeah. Yeah. Because the AI are pretty bad. Yeah, and I think the important way to describe this game is is this is like left for dead in vr that's yeah. what they're going for yeah. and i think what's going to be interesting about this review is is i'm i love left for dead it's one of my favorite all-time games and you've never played left for dead i've never played it yeah so that's good this is this is perfect because this makes the review like it's going to appeal to everybody whether you played it or not you're going you're gonna to get a uh, perspective from somebody who's played it and loved left for dead and you're going to get the perspective from somebody who's not only not played for left for dead but probably has not played a left for dead type of game yeah i own left for dead one and two and i have for many years and i've never played them <laughs> you you owe it to yourself to play left for dead i was thinking about playing them before this review so i could com- com- do a comparison if you ever want to play Left 4 Dead, just let me know. Okay. I'll, I'll play. Um, so that's the perspective that I, I think you need to, uh, to – you, the listener, you need to kind of view this game as, right? If you, and for better or for worse. I mean, that's – I'm going to compare it to Left 4 Dead. I'm going to talk about how it hits the mark and doesn't hit the mark. And then recently, if um, Back for Blood just came out, which is the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead – in the, in the 2d realm so that came out in october um so it's really interesting i've been playing like a lot of left for dead-esque type of games only wishing that valve would just make left for dead vr please valve please there's we're so close you're so yeah. close to getting it um but i guess I'll, I'll take this for now um anything else that you want to mention about the overview and uh, objective uh there isn't really i mean like i said in the very beginning they, they try to give you give you this story and while you're playing, the characters you're playing as are talking to each other the whole time. Is and I'm never able to pay attention to what they're saying. Are you? So I don't know if that's part of a story that we're supposed to be paying attention to. So again, this is very Left for Dead ish. Uh-huh. So Left for Dead, there was no, there's no single player in Left for Dead. You play with bots, mm-hmm. but the whole kind of point of that game is you're playing with a group of your friends and it's co-op. And in Left for Dead. They have characters, and the characters like the characters in After the Fall do things like the characters in Left 4 Dead do, where they they talk bet- they talk amongst each other. Mm-hmm. You'll hear them talk during the mission, yeah. and that's kind of like there's not a story per se, but like through the game as you play, that's part of the story. Like I think when I was reading about Left 4 Dead back in the day, they're like, there is no story. You are the story, right? Like you're just playing, mm-hmm. you can kind of pick up of what's going on. It's your, in, it's your experience with friends playing through this, this zombie apocalypse kind of deal. And, and, and again, they, they're trying to replicate that where this falls short is I think obviously Left 4 Dead does such a stellar job in the characters. Like everyone, you know, you play Left 4 Dead, you know, Bill and you know what kind of character Bill is. This game, the characters are so... I don't even know if they have names. <laughs> like, I, I... Jimmy. Well, Jimmy's always the... There's always an AI, Jimmy. Yeah. But, like, I don't even know if... You can't choose your character like you can in Left 4 Dead. You're just assigned a random skin. And they yeah. do talk, but they don't talk a lot, like, in the way Left 4 Dead does. Where Left 4 Dead, you know all the characters you know their personality like like Nick who's the, like this gambler who's sarcastic in Left 4 Dead 2 and then you've got coach like 
Left 4 Dead created such a for not having a, a story per se. They created such a great universe, and the characters have personality, and you know the characters, and you can you can talk about the characters and what they're like and what they would do in a situation. In this game, the, the it, 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 there's like none of that. So again, this game kind of falls short of the standards of a game that came out in in 2008, 2009, right? It doesn't do that, but that's it's still trying to kind of do that a little bit. Is Left 4 Dead third person or first person? First person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this game is is Left 4 Dead in the sense, and for those who haven't played Left 4 Dead, the structure of the game is that you're trying to get from point A to point B. You're trying to get from one safe room to the next safe room. And then in, in after the so that's the same as Left 4 Dead. After the fall has some other things going on that Left 4 Dead doesn't, which is nice, such as you as you kill the zombies. I forget what they're called in this game, so we're just going to call them zombies. They're like these frozen zombies. As you kill the frozen zombies in the game, you get more money. And then when you get to the safe room, there's like these arcade machines, and you use them to buy. You can't buy much. You can buy like um, a, um, a health shot, and you can buy... Uh, a pipe bomb, and then like missiles for your wrist thing. That's it. You know, in Left 4 Dead, you didn't buy stuff. There was just some ammo. And then in Back for Blood, Back for Blood has like way more things you can buy um, in, in the safe rooms. But then like after you get to the safe room, you go to kind of another portion of, of this campaign. The campaigns are like whatever you want to call them. There's, let's say there, there's five campaigns, five levels, whatever. Each level, each campaign has, it's like 15 to 20 minutes maybe. There's maybe three or four sections, and then at the end, there's like kind of like a, an onslaught of of zombies and like larger boss zombies that you're fighting, and then that's it. And then after you return to the hub, the hub is the area of the game where you can you can form parties, get another mission. Um, after you return to the hub, you can go and and spend your money on more guns. Although really, there are only six guns in the game. Uh, but there's a lot of modifications you can do to the guns that will improve like your, your accuracy, your recoil, your damage, and things like that. And that it's like this loop in After the Fall where even though there's only five levels per se, um, you keep on playing them over and over again. And, and the levels will have like these floppy disks that will give you, if you survive, they'll give you the upgrades to your guns. So you're trying to like, I guess you're, 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 you're the, the hook or the replay mechanism loop is like keep on playing you get more money you can unlock not only more guns which will do that pretty quickly but you can un unlock mods for the guns and then then that will allow you to maybe play on a harder difficulty level as you've gotten better with the game and you keep on rinse wash and repeat so that is uh i've got six hours into the game and um, I really wish I knew how long it took me to beat it. Maybe four of those hours we were just kind of playing through the game. I mean, obviously some of them is just being spent in a lobby and trying to organize or get into a game. Um, and then it also has a multiplayer aspect to it, which is just a straight-up deathmatch thing, which is which is okay. I think what it's missing compared to Left 4 Dead is Left 4 Dead, the, the real thing that I loved about and what kept me into Left 4 Dead is Left 4 Dead has a asynchronous or um, asymmetric multiplayer mode uh, asymmetric PvP mode whereas Justin imagine like you know how we you know how we're playing after the fall we're running through the missions right mm -hmm. imagine that it's us and two other of our friends and then there's four people on the other team but the four people on the other team get to be like boss zombies 
and like, spawn oh, in and like, try to stop like, us. Like Smasher style dudes. Yeah, you know, like when there's those like the bigger bosses you gotta take yeah. down. That's how Left for Dead is. Left for Dead like had special infected, mm-hmm. and you know you you play this multiplayer version where you're trying to stop. We're trying to see who can get farther in the in, in each game, right? You're trying to stop them from getting to the safe room, and that right. was so much fun, right? Setting up traps, working together. You know, one team would try to run through, and the other team would be the the infected, and then you'd switch. That's Left for Dead. This game doesn't have that, and that was like the biggest thing that I loved about Left for Dead. That was my favorite mode in it. So I wish that After the Fall had that. I I know they said they're going to add more game modes. But to be honest, with the kind of boss zombies that they have, the special zombies, I don't see how they would do that. They'd have to add in a lot more. Um, they're not really balanced for human beings controlling them in a way that makes sense. At least I don't think so. At least yeah. I don't think so. I, I could be wrong. But that I think, to me, that's an important thing to making this game something special. If you're going to really try to be a Left 4 Dead clone. Okay. Right. That's uh. Hopefully that gives everybody an overview and objective. Um. And th- this will play into last ability. I think we'll pick up that thread when we get there. What do you What do you think about the graphics in the game? I think they're they're pretty good. Um. I don't remember really seeing anything where I was like disappointed in the graphics or anything. Um. I think I was actually kind of surprised at how good some stuff looked. Um. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I thought they were really good, actually. I mean, they're um, they're not like Half-Life Alex level, but at the mm-hmm. same time, they can't be because what this game does is they put a lot of the zombies on the screen at the same time. Yeah. And the animations of the zombies, I don't know if you noticed, they're pretty good. Like, if you shoot a zombie in a leg, you'll see their leg blow off and they'll still try to come after you or arm. Yeah. And there could be like, I don't know, there's like 20 plus zombies on the screen often. That's a lot going on, and there's a lot of effects going on. I was really impressed at the way it handled that and still managed to look good. The um, the backdrop is 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 like you know you're like in this this frozen over world where everything's like snow, and it's kind of like it's it's kind of cool in that sense because it's something different. We haven't seen that in a zombie game, so I appreciate that. But it also becomes very samey. Mm-hmm. I felt like as you were saying earlier, like you're trying to think of the other couple levels in the game and that's the problem like this game starts looking very samey throughout the five levels there's it's really hard to pinpoint certain moments in the game certain aesthetics in the game that separates one level from another you know you're outside in the snow and then you're inside almost like in an apartment levels and then that's it i think the maybe the coolest level was the tower how you're going up in the elevator i like that yeah. one a lot that mm-hmm. one there needed to be more of that in the game they really, they really did. It was just way too plain. And again, when you when you talk about Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead did such a good job of taking you on a journey through these different settings. Um, everything from like, okay, now you're in a subway, now you're in a mall, now you're in a hospital, now you're, you know, in a swamp, and now you're in a like a plantation house, now you're in um, a carnival. Like, this game doesn't do really any of that. It's kind of, it's kind of boring in that sense, but it still mm-hmm. looks good. Still looks good. Yeah, there's a level where they start you in a subway, but then you immediately leave the subway. And that then, was odd. That was an yeah. odd decision. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they didn't make that a little bit longer. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, cool, the subway, left for dead. Like, you know, it's like, all right, kind of generic. But, yeah, you're you're out of it before you even know it. Yeah. 
All right, but overall, I think they did a really good job. And, and here's a pro tip: I, you know, I've got a 2080. Justin's got a 3090, right? 3080. 3080. Okay. I was having, I always have my F. PSVR when I load up a game to, to make sure I'm not getting reprojection. I try to keep a constant at least 90 uh, frames a second so it's smooth and it doesn't dip into that. Um, I was getting a lot of reprojection in this game and I and I found out the solution was disabling the the shadows. Just dis- There's little check mark boxes in the settings. Just disable them. Um, shadows, like, psh, dude, I, I wasn't looking for the shadows, but you're not going to miss it. And your performance is going to improve significantly. Uh, it's going to be where it needs to be. Okay. All right. What about the sound of music? What do you think of it? We were talking about the characters talking earlier. I didn't really like that. Like, I felt the reason I asked if, if Left 4 Dead was third person, because I feel weird being a first person character. And then, my, like, my character is talking for me. I don't like that. Like, I want to be, I'm the character, so hearing these other characters talking unless you're only hearing the are you hearing the other characters talk but not yourself i don't um, know it's hard to say because the characters are so non-descriptive i don't exactly, even know yeah. i think yeah. um i don't they, even they, know they, they, say, am, they yeah. say reloading a lot yeah i yeah, don't but i don't know if my character's saying reloading or not it did it yeah. didn't bother me but i i i understand what you're saying like i get how somebody would 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 feel that way or like we're trying to talk to each other in the game, but the characters are talking, and like I don't, I don't need to hear you talking because I'm, t- like maybe I'm saying, hey, I need to reload. I don't have any ammo, but then the characters like reloading. I don't know. It's, uh, I just kind of feel like that's unnecessary. But maybe they're just trying to fill the game with some audio. And uh, I, I did you notice that the 3D audio was weird, or was that just me? No, not at no. all. And I'm okay. usually pretty sensitive to that stuff. Okay. Maybe that was just me. I don't know. It might have only been in the lobby that it was turning my head. It was just like I felt like I was immediately hearing stuff in my left ear, and it wasn't like gradually dissipating as I turned my head. I don't know. Um, I don't really remember the music in the game much or or the sound uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not memorable to me. It, do you remember anything about it? Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of synth wave, wave ask. Okay. It's not all purely right. all synth wave, but there's, there's some of that vibe. Like they're trying to do like this, they're, they're touching on synth wave. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the hub is like in this arcade and stuff, which again, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, I, it's, it's whatever. I like the um, arcade, of course. Yeah, I, th- I thought the sound design, um, the, the guns sound pretty good. I didn't, mind the characters talking because i'm used to left for dead i think the left for mm-hmm. dead is is the character action is way better um i know what you're saying about like characters talking in vr and not talking in VR, vr they never got annoying to me and and i i think they at least erred on the side of not being too annoying or not being too much mm-hmm. um and that's the kind of thing that would would definitely bother me if it was if it was obnoxious and it never was the music's fine um it's 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 not bad it's nothing that says amazing but i think the sound is integrated into the game in a good way where it doesn't take away from the game and it, and it only it only adds and it's only a plus um the zombie noises are all right they're they're, they're fine um overall i said the the sound definitely gets the job done it's it's pretty solid but it's not you know as you were saying it's not like the most memorable thing where, where we'd spend 
you know, 10 minutes just talking about how amazing the sound design is. Yeah. So, right. uh, you want to go on the controls? Let's do that. Let's, 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 let's do that. One, and one thing that, um, I want to say it, it doesn't really slot in necessarily with any of our categories we have, but I think they did a really good job with the, uh, the VR options. Mm-hmm. I think the, they know what they're doing. This is a company that, that knows what they're doing. I really liked one option I really liked is you're able to adjust where like your guns are holstered on your body. Yeah. Uh, lets you do that right before you get in there. Like Larsenots, my God, like the, they're the, the gun, my guns are like almost at my chest level. Like it's ridiculous. And like the mm-hmm. reload. So awkward there. They let you adjust this, and that's cool. And it's just like everything in the game. There, there's so many things to adjust. And I thought that was, I thought that was really good. Like, it, I, I never had any. I, I don't feel like there was anything lacking in the the settings, other than be haptic support, of course. But I wasn't left wanting. I thought they had all the things that that should be in there at this point in uh, VR. The only thing lacking for me with settings was knowing how to get to it. Because you had to do yeah. a right a right stick click, yeah, to get to it, yeah. And I tried everything but that, basically. Yeah, that's um, yeah. And I don't like clicking the the sticks in VR, especially with the index controller problem. So yeah, yeah. unfortunately, it's that. But yeah, that's that's a good pro tip for anybody jumping into the game. Uh, I know you struggled with that, and a lot of other people did as well. Yeah. Um. So it has index finger tracking. Then there's uh there's two reload types and you were using the the more advanced reload whereas I was using the basic reload which is the same as Arizona Sunshine's reload I think where you just eject your magazine with a, with a button press and then you bring the controller to your chest and that's how you reload like in this game I felt like I had to do that way because having to, a gun in each hand it would like take take too long for me to manually do each gun dealing with all of these so many zombies that are coming at me but i i don't know how you managed it well i just you know when i'm in vr i want to be doing manual reloading yeah. right yeah. so that's why i opted for that and i don't use i don't have a gun in each hand you right? don't. like because that's not realistic to me right like i mean i could mm-hmm. but you're to your point it's hard to reload so yeah i usually two-hand a gun oh okay for my aiming and then like I might quickly grab the other gun if I need more ammo, um, mm-hmm. something like that. So I, do, I don't two-hand a gun uh, ah. because of the reloading thing. And, you know, going back to, like, the, the settings and the options, like, I'm glad that they included an option. Like, that that's that's cool. And they also go a step further in that if you do the manual reloading, which is more difficult way to play, mm-hmm. you, you hit the nail on the head. It, it definitely is. Um they will give you more money that you earn yeah. in the game. So there's like a, a bonus modifier for doing that. So I imagine maybe on like the, the harder difficulties, and I started playing, like I started moving up in the difficulty. It might be to the, might get to the point where it's like, I will have to do like the kind of like auto or easier reload simply because it's just, the game gets too hard. But on veteran, yeah, I was able to to play like that, and I and I think that's part of the challenge, right? Like just being able to do a, a faster, cleaner reload. The thing where I got into trouble with the reload is that 
I think the with the index controllers, you've got to get really close for the reload. And if you're mm -hmm. not careful, you can clank the controllers together. I, I've just kind of gotten used to not doing that. And like the, the shotgun, I kept on, you know, cocking the shotgun by accident. Mm -hmm. uh, it was way too easy to do that. So that was that was tricky. You know, like the the reloading and stuff system in this game is not as as fluid as a game like Pavlov. I mean, Pavlov, Pavlov plays like a dream, in the sense of like reloading guns and 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 doing all that. Where this game is a little more clunky. It's not as bad as Larsenots. Larsenots is is a real kind of mess compared to that, but it's 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 serviceable. You know, I think it works. Yeah, if I had an assault rifle, I'd be doing manual reload. Um, but I, I just unlocked that. I haven't even gotten to try it mm. yet. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing the two pistols. I didn't even realize people are playing with one pistol. Okay. I I just started kind of focusing more on, like, headshots, right? Like, mm -hmm. because ammo can be scarce at times. Mm -hmm. So, like, you were running out of ammo, right? Like, Oh, yeah. So I just, I think I just kind of, because I've played a little bit longer than you, I've just kind of learned to... Do you do the two, you know, do the two thing and try to aim for the head when I can? Does that steady your actually steady your fire in the game? Good question. I mean, the game definitely recognizes that I'm doing that, so yeah. I have I I have to imagine it does. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it even lets you like on the assault rifles like. It even lets you hold it like either at the barrel or like the uh, the clip, like. Hmm. So it gives you it gives you those options on where you want to hold it, okay. And it tends to affect the movement of the gun. Hmm. Um, I heard that this game used to have melee, so people were in like beta versions or alpha versions of it where they said they were hitting the zombies with their fists and killing them that way, and they took it out for some reason. And I was wondering if it. I've noticed when I was playing, I felt like my hitbox was kind of big, like it kind of felt like sometimes a zombie wasn't that close to me, it was still able to hit me, and I wonder if that's why they took melee away because nobody could get close enough to hit a zombie um without taking damage i don't know yeah it's bizarre to have a zombie game and not have melee mm -hmm. especially when yeah. it was in the game i mean yeah it's it's weird not to have melee i think that they need to figure out a way to put that back in through through updates yeah like um, maybe uh they said they're gonna they might add it um back in yeah like maybe what with like axes or you know, weapons, maybe if they don't want to do fists, because that's, like, too close to the enemies or something. Yeah, I mean, totally. Left for Dead has melee, Back for Blood. I mean, it's a zombie game. You need to have you need to have some melee. Yeah. Definitely. Especially when, you know, I, people are running out of ammo. Like, it's just stupid that you can't <laughs> hit, yeah. even, like, with the butt of your gun, right, to, like, yeah. even stagger him back or, or do something. Yeah. Yeah, I had a bunch of times where I was out of ammo, and I just had to run, run away. Yeah, that's... um. Uh, that's that's I would definitely take issue with that in this game. It, it it's it's a, it's a failure of them not to have melee. Yeah. And uh I guess that that's part of the immersion we'll talk about the lack of melee. So that's a kind of hurts immersion. Um but I noticed that my hands and every object I could hold would actually stop at the wall. In most VR games yep. your hands can go through the walls and objects you hold will go through but like everything got stopped like like it would in half-life alex so i was impressed by that 
I was impressed too. And, and they didn't do it in like an annoying way where you're like getting caught on doors and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, but they didn't take it to the extreme where some games do. But yeah, it's like, you know, if you move your gun like to the wall, it's not going to go through. You're not going to put your hand through the wall. It will, it will yeah. stop you. So it, it that was nice without without being distracted. So they, they figured out like the right mix of realism without, you know, taking away from the front fun and being annoying. Yeah. Yeah, have you played Boneworks yet? No, it just doesn't. It seems like yeah. a sandbox, unstructured game, which is yeah. like not my cup of tea. Yeah, well, yeah, that's one where yeah, you'll get you can get caught on stuff and get annoyed. Yeah, I don't like that. I know that there's this drive for for like this these pure physics and stuff. Like it's like um, what's that sword game? What's it called? Sword blade and, and sorcery. Yeah, it's like that yeah. kind of stuff, and that's yeah. like to, to me that's too much. I know that some people love that. I, I want the happy medium. I don't want to be putting my hands through walls and stuff, but I also don't want it to be annoying where I'm getting caught on stuff. Like, so I think mm-hmm. this game hand like made the right decision here. Anything else with immersion that you can think of? Um, that is a good question. I'm trying to think if there's like some kind of cool immersion things that it, it does. I think the immersion's good in the game. I, like I said, it needs to be haptic support. That's part of it. But is there anything else that it? does where it just works out really well i I don't know i wish that um i don't like how it has the guns like holstered on your hips like um pavlov will have like on your back i think some guns or like on your chest and i was when it's on my hips i was accidentally grabbing it a lot of times yep and it didn't really it didn't really mess anything up by doing that because when you let go it's just kind of like just falls right back to your hip so you yeah. know it's like it's like sticky um which is it's a good functional design choice this game is arcadey but i i wish they had an option for like on the back or over the shoulder or on the chest like again pavlov just has this down to a t and how to handle things like that but um yeah other, other than that's pretty solid you know <clears throat> if you um shoot like a box of ammo the ammo just comes to you oh, which yeah. is which is fine again this is an arcadey shooter it doesn't need it doesn't need to be super like i need to go on the table and pick something up because it's it's a fast-paced game with like constant action yeah you could shoot an ammo box that's you know half a football field away and ammo will fly to you and i I had to learn that from other players because i had no idea i was running up to them and hitting them with my because you can melee for some reason the ammo boxes you know and oh there's also like there are shelves and and stuff like that you'll find where you can actually melee them to get them to open which which that just really made me realize it's it makes it even weirder that there isn't melee on the enemies yeah yeah but i guess they're they're a moving target and i guess that's why yeah all right um last ability yeah well there there are five levels and that's it right now and each one is what fifteen to twenty minutes long. That's what they were saying online. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, you've beaten them all, so what do you think? It felt like longer. No, I don't. Maybe twenty minutes. Okay. Some of the levels, like Chinatown, are 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 shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, like that level flies by. It's it's like an appropriate amount, like. It doesn't drag on too long, you know. It doesn't feel like w- way overly short. They're 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 formulaic, in the sense of of what happens, and 
I I think the real last ability is this. You know, if you could find a group of friends to play with, this game is a blast. Mm-hmm. Your your level of enjoyment is going to be like, I've got a group of friends. I want to play this game through with them. I'm going to hop in, just blast a bunch of zombies. And, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. If you go in it alone, I think you can still have a, a, a good amount of fun. I mean, a lot, I've played a, on my own a lot because um, I'm having trouble, I think, getting people in Discord to get this game or, or knowing people who have it. So that's the, the few times you and I played it. And, you know, people have been uh, respectful and fun to play with. There's not, like, screaming kids, which is great in this game. Uh, and So it, it's, it's fun in that. I think the question is, okay, I've, I've played through the five levels. What is my motivation for going back? I don't, I'm not a huge completionist, so I, I don't necessarily care about beating it on every level. I don't care about getting every gun and getting every mod available. You know what I mean? Have you unlocked every gun? I think I've got every gun unlocked. Okay. But there's a lot of modding to be done. I, yeah. I think that's a thing, you know? And like, I, I do find the game, the gameplay is good. Like the, the shooting's good. It feels good. Um, you know, I, I will like, I'm trying to like guess with the base game. I know they're supposed to release another run, which is a level, uh, another game mode. I think another PVP map. I think I, at the base game right now, I can easily get a, another four hours of fun in this game, which will put me at 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Will I get with the base game up to twenty hours? Uh, probably not. You know, as I think maybe more if I had friends who pick up this game, I would jump in with them and play through this in a heartbeat with them. Like I think it's just a fun game to to jump in and and, and shoot zombies with. So that's kind of like the that's kind of the last ability. The last ability is not an easy. This game's super super like many hours you're gonna get out of it, or it's it's over and done with, and there's not enough content in there. I think the content's light. I, I really do. And that, that's that been a constant criticism that I've seen of this game is that there's just not a lot here for 40 bucks. But I, I say that's the reality of VR games right now. Like, this is a $40 VR game. That's what we're getting with VR games. It's polished. It, it looks good. It works well. It's cross-play. There's a very healthy population of people to play with. Um, they do have some last ability built in. I, I thought you know I, I I do think this I do think that man five five levels is 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 too little it needs more it should have probably launched with, launched with ten for forty bucks but then I come back down to earth and I say well what game is forty dollars that is cross play has more content than than this at this level of polish and then there really doesn't exist so it it just it doesn't there's the the VR space is so limited right now that the price point makes sense for the environment that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, I have no issue with the price. Do you think you're going to get a lot of play out of this game? Probably not. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Um, Why not? Because it's not your style of game or because it's not a... Uh, you, you tend to be like a story-driven and single-player Yeah, I'm more, more story-driven and single-player yeah. exploration type of person. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the reason. Uh, yeah. But there was one game called Slightly Heroes in VR that I played over 100 hours of because it had a leaderboard. Oh, wow. It had a leaderboard, and I became addicted to being on top of the leaderboard. Um, so maybe if they added a, some sort of leaderboard to this, 
maybe I'd be more interested. And I had an actual see that game. I had an actual chance of being the top person in the world sometimes. In this game, probably not going to happen. I didn't know that. That's like the uh, I, we've learned this twice in this podcast. Yeah. That that's 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 the thing. It's a it's a leaderboard. Yeah, I can be competitive sometimes. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's the leaderboard. Oh, got it. Yeah. I got it. All right. Good to know. All right. It's like a, yeah, like a high score table, on an arcade game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what uh what are you gonna rate this at? What do you think? All right. So my issues are this game. I think needs a tutorial. For example, was the right stick click? You know, I didn't know how to get into settings, and there's there's just a bunch of things I had to learn from people while playing, and I guess that's fine. But I don't like being in a game and having to ask a lot of questions of people, which is what I have to do in this game. So that's why I want them to add some sort of tutorial. They have a little thing where they teach you how to reload in the beginning, but I think that's about all they teach you. Um, I was I sometimes experienced network issues where a match would start and then then the match just the screen would go black and like you could hear everyone talking but I couldn't see anything and I was like am I stuck on something in the like in the level and I was walking around but nothing so I had to like exit out. There's a lobby issue where um, like you have to invite your friends to a party and then you join the party and then you can go into you know a run together. But then if you exit back to the lobby, like you're not going to a lot of times you're not going to hear your friends anymore. Like they could they could end up being in a completely different lobby. And then you have to like do the party invite again. And then even if they join your party, if they're in a different lobby, you can't hear them. Didn't you have that issue, Nick? Not sure. I had I had my issue was like um, I've played so many games where. Like. I would launch with four players, and then like like one player would always drop out, and I'd be left with Jimmy yeah. the AI. Yeah, that happened too. Well, I I was playing with some guys, and we did some matches and the, or some runs, and then we went to the lobby. And then once we went to the lobby, I was only still able to talk to one of them, and the other guys went into their own separate lobbies, so you couldn't even hear them. But they could, you could do the party invite to invite them. But even once we were all in the same party, we couldn't hear each other. So the only way to hear each other would have been to be on, on Discord with those people. Until the match starts, once the mat, once the run actually starts, everyone can hear each other. So they definitely have to fix that. Um, that happened many times, like like when I was playing the lobby thing. Um, yeah, there's a problem with the lobbies where um, I had I had this issue where somebody is the lobby leader and they mm-hmm. don't start the game up. Oh, it yeah. becomes like a dead lobby, and then like, yeah. they just kind of camp there, and it just really messes up, especially if you're trying to play like a, a particular mission, and you're yeah. searching for a game, and it keeps on putting you in this lobby where the guy's like AFK, doesn't know how to launch it, or is just being or just like trolling. I heard that people sometimes will start a lobby, and then they'll just they'll just they think it's the game's just waiting to find people, and then they'll go off and like into the weapon customization room and start working on weapons. But once you do that, I think it it totally holds up your game uh, and they, and they see, don't realize okay. that. Yeah. They need to, yeah, they need to, they need to, they need to fix these things and they're not, uh, they're not the worst things in the world. I mean, the at launch, this game, I, I've not ran into too many like issues or anything that's, that's been, uh, been terrible or, or kind of like out of the ordinary for a launch of a new game. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, I mean, good points that you're bringing up. And and I had this level progression issue where we we went through the first I went through the first level with you and then 
I must not have gone and pressed the the bell at that girl Luna. So like that next level Chinatown never unlocked for me. And then like I played more levels with other people where and then after those levels I went and hit the bell and she kept saying that I needed to do Skid Row, but I already beat Skid Row with you and some other guy. But I had to keep doing Skid Row and like I had to keep playing and playing until I could finally unlock Chinatown. I don't know what that was about, but I the uh it's weird that every time you beat a level you have to go over to this counter to this girl and hit a bell and then she'll let you she'll unlock like the next level. But it just wasn't working for me. Um anyway, I wanted to say all that. So I I think my rating is a 7.5. All right. Um I I I like it, but I've had a bunch of issues with it and I would prefer there to be some sort of single player stuff in addition. But it, you know, like you said it's left for dead and that's not single player. So Yeah, yeah, under, understood. And like going, you know, going into this as a left for dead fan, you know, in, in some ways this this is great. I I'm I I know what to expect. I'm not looking for a single player story mm-hmm. experience. I I know that's not what this is, so I'm not yeah. holding it hit it up to that standard but at the same time like left for dead is a game that that does a lot of things still even though it's over i don't know 12 years old does things a lot better than this game does and and this game this game is um it's it's it, it, it's fair to say it's lacking in some content mm-hmm. it, it it could have used more i mean they could have really blown it out of the water with more but you know after after playing it for a few days and reflecting on it um they just don't have to. <laughs> they they have no competition in this space, and they put out a, they put out a solid game. You know, they didn't have to launch with 10, 10, uh, 10 runs, 10, 10 levels, or whatever you want to call it. I can't even remember what it's called. Ten runs. I don't know. They didn't, they don't have to do that because they can launch with five, and they have no competition, and everyone's going to buy it that wants a game like this. And they just have to make sure that what is there is good, and and what is there is good. The 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 core of the game, playing with a, a group of three other people, going through these levels, um, the combat's good. The shooting the zombies is satisfying. There's enough um, hectic moments, I guess, even though it does falter, not live up to some of the key set pieces and environments and moments in a game like Left for Dead or even Back for Blood. Um, you know, there, there's definitely room for improvement. There's no other options in VR. And the game looks good. It sounds good. This is a solid, like, double A, you know, maybe not triple A, but du- very, very high double A plus effort game um, that is, is working pretty well on launch. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with this game in terms of uh, of, of what they add to it. So I'm, I'm hopeful that they keep on coming out with, with things. They keep on pushing this game. I know they did that with Arizona Sunshine in, in some way, so I'm sure they'll do it with this. I'm sure it's selling quite well. Um, it's it's great that it's on three platforms. It's great that they got this game. It doesn't seem dumbed down for Quest at all on PC. I think it looks great. Um, I, I think on Quest it doesn't look that. I'm sure it doesn't look that great. You know, on on PC, like for example, we we didn't mention this, but like we have flashlights on PC on Quest, they don't. Yeah, I heard that. That's so crazy. in Quest, they just make the, the dark levels brighter, so we get actually yeah. darkness. So, so that's cool. And and I really, we've talked about this before. I'm glad they didn't hurt the PC version of this game because of the Quest 
or the fact that this runs on PSVR, which, my God, I can't believe that that's the case. So I think they did a really good job with this game. I think it's fun. Um, again, your, your mileage is going to vary on on what kind of game you're looking for and then you know who you're playing with. But I'm going to give this game a, a, a 9. Um, I, believe me, I can see areas where it could be better. Again, content, I, I think they, they didn't phone it in. They didn't, but they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't create something where we're, I, I think we're just hungry in VR for more, and we always sort of get the bare minimum. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. for forty dollars, this feels like the bare minimum for forty bucks. It's just it's riding an edge of like, man, there there should have been more campaigns or levels. But for what's there's good. It's fun. I'm glad I got it, and I'll I'll, I'll continue to play this more. But thirty five ninety nine until December twenty second. That's a little more palatable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it helps. Yeah. It helps. And you reminded me that I need to play. Uh, there, I got the last DLC for Arizona Sunshine, but I never played it. So that reminds me, I need to try that. Yeah, I'm guessing if I went back in that game, I'm just going to find it did not age well. Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, that does it for this episode. Anything? Uh, any final thoughts before we, we wrap it up? No, uh, just uh, happy holidays. Yeah, That's happy holidays, to everybody. Uh, we'll catch you in uh, we'll catch you in twenty twenty two. Take care.